Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Success Hackers. This is your host, Scott Hansen, business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, and of course, a speaker, and uh, we're really excited about today's guest. We'll bring him on here in a minute. But people are always saying, Scott, how is Success Hackers different than every other business and entrepreneurial podcast on the dial? And number one, me, I'm different. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm excited. I'm excitable. I'm passionate about helping business owners and entrepreneurs really take their game to the next level. That's how we're different. Number two, we literally are talking to the most successful entrepreneurs on planet Earth, and then we get to peek behind the curtains of what they get motivated by, how they do their business, what motivates and excites them, so that we get a chance to then implement what we just learned from our esteemed guests to help in our business. But before we get started, I wanted to make you aware of something really cool that I have going on. So besides being the creator and host right here on Success Hackers, as I mentioned earlier, I'm also a business strategist. I help business owners grow their number of clients, increase the revenue, and also helping them completely get clarity around creating and sustaining an incredibly successful business. As a matter of fact, I just helped the client grow his revenue by 50% in his business. So here's the deal, my loyal Hacker Nation listeners. I'm actually offering a free business breakthrough strategy session where I'm actually going to help you create some strategies to help grow your business, to help you take the cover off of your business and just crush it. Maybe you feel confused. Maybe you want to get to the next level. You don't know about marketing or you don't know about growth, sustainability. You really want to get to the next level. I'm offering a few spots to take me up on this free business breakthrough strategy session. Value is $500, but again, I'm wiping that away. It's completely free. So if you want to learn more and grab one of your free spots, just go to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, minutemakeover.com. That's 40minutemakeover.com. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode, make sure to go back and listen because we had gold medal mindset educator and speaker, Mr. Jason Richardson, on the program talking about how to have a winning mindset in both life and business. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Have you ever thought about trading for a living, like as in trading stocks? Well, my next guest has created an incredibly successful business by educating others on how to do just that. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Anmol Singh. Anmol, are you ready to rock? I am ready. Thanks for having me. Anmol started trading during his early college years without much luck. After a year or so, he discovered a pattern that allowed him to go from $10,000 per week in trading profits. To date, Anmol has created over seven figures of profits for him and his investors in trading wins and continues to remain a stock and Forex trader. He is also an avid real estate investor with a large portfolio and has funded two other tech-based companies. Today, Anmol has spends most of his days managing funds and working with students of live traders 
which he co-founded in 2014. Animal, welcome to Success Hackers, man. It's great to have you on the show. It's great being here. Thank you. Absolutely. So I gave our Hacker Nation listeners little information about you, but would love for you to share a little bit more about your business, Live Traders. Sure. So, um, you know, Live Traders was initially just started off as a blog a long time back. I was just writing my market thoughts. And then that turned into now what is a online academy for people looking to learn how to trade. And so what we provide there is we have, you know, different services like newsletters, uh, live rooms where people can actually watch us trade in real time. Like they can see our screens, they can hear our audio all throughout the day. And I think that's a really great experience for a lot of people who haven't seen what, you know, real trading looks like. And then apart from that, we have training and courses for people looking to learn. Yeah, I love it. Interestingly enough, I, I spent almost three years actually trading electronically. So I do know, I do know a little bit about the online trading game, but for our listeners who aren't as familiar, tell us a little bit about what a Forex trader is. Right. So a Forex trader is someone who's actually trading currencies except, you know, instead of company stocks. So when you buy or sell a stock, you're basically trading the company, right? You're trading the company against another. With Forex, you are trading currencies. So you're trading the euro against the dollar. So you're basically betting on, hey, is the euro going to appreciate against the dollar or is the pound going to strengthen against the dollar? So you're always betting one currency against another. So when you bet on a price of a currency, that's known as trading Forex, which is short for foreign exchange. Okay, so you actually train or teach, I should say, and educate your students not only how to be a Forex trader, but also trade everything else that you guys have going on. Do they have to have a certification? Tell us kind of the process that they need in order to become a student of live traders. So what I have found is the best students are usually ones that have never traded before, have no idea what trading is, because those are the ones that come with an open mind, you know, with a willingness to learn. And whatever we tell them or teach them, they'll take it with a grain of salt, maybe not, but they will really apply that, right? But where people come in who've actually traded before or have been involved in the markets, they have like a blocked mindset because they have certain things that they've experienced. And because of that, they're not able to fully accept what we have to teach. So the best students are usually ones that are just getting started or just know a little bit about the markets and they join one of our programs where we take them from step A to step Z of setting up a whole business of trading, not just teaching them, you know, hey, if you see the strategy, buy or see the strategy sell. We teach them the full process, how to take a trade, how to set up a platform, you know, what uh, computer you need, what kind of home office you need, your psychology, your mindset, how to journal. It's a whole you know, whole built-in program that we offer. But I know that at least going back now, this is going back some time, at least when I traded, it was actually at a physical location. There was me and like, it was like boiler room for God's sakes. It was like <laughs> me and a hundred guys trading and each person had like six monitors and had a specific and special software and you know, we needed to know obviously uh, how to trade, but also we have the equipment. So when someone becomes a student or someone listening right now says, you know what, man, I've always wanted to trade, what do they need to bring to the table besides an open mindset from a, from a uh, dollars and cents perspective, number one, and also number two, from an equipment perspective? Right. So 
nowadays what's happening is computers are pretty powerful. Like back in the day, the computers didn't used to be that powerful or the monitors used to be small. The resolution used to be really small. So you needed, you know, five, six monitors to fit everything in there. But nowadays the monitors are much better, right? The resolutions are much better that one monitor can fit in a lot of little things. Um, so nowadays I think anybody can get started with any computer or any laptop. And additional screen is helpful if you are going to be doing short-term trading, if you're going to be day trading, that is, where you're getting in and out of stuff every few minutes. For that style, yeah, another extra monitor would be helpful. But if you're trading Forex or if you're doing longer-term trading where you're holding stocks for maybe a few months, few weeks, few days, then you don't require any equipment. All you need is a functional computer, right, preferably Windows because most trading platforms are supported on Windows and not on Mac. So from an equipment perspective, that's what they need. From a capital perspective, um, you know, you wouldn't require more the better <laughs> because <laughs> more the better because initially you do need some capital because you're going to make some mistakes. Everybody does. You know, I lost money for the whole first year that I was trading. So you're going to make mistakes. You're going to lose some money. So more the better. But I would say a good amount, the minimum, I would say, if you want to day trade, $3,000 is the absolute minimum. Uh, and that is only if you're trading with either a prop firm or a hedge fund or a firm like ours that you can day trade with that $3,000. But if you follow the rules and if you open TD Ameritrade or if you just stick to retail-based brokers, then you're going to need minimum twenty-five dollars to $30,000 to day trade. That's just the law unless you're trading you know, through a firm like ours. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. I believe it was through a prop company. So they mm. backed me for three years and I didn't make a dollar for three years. So yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a really low point in my career, and I was also waiting tables at night and waiting tables on the weekends to you know to to continue this. And finally, I woke up after three years, and I was like, and I, I wish I would have had your your training because I definitely needed it. So with that said, let's go back to how your business actually makes money. So how does the business make money? I'm assuming there's a there's a fee to be part of your to be part of your world, and then is there is it a course? Is it a mastermind component? Take us through that real quick. Right. So our business model with live traders is based threefold. One is one part of the business is education and training, where we're selling courses. So a course could be a beginner course would be ninety seven dollars. Then you have our intermediate course, which is four ninety seven, and then we have the full you know complete package, which is taking people from A to Z, and that course is about nineteen hundred dollars, and. Um, and that's the same program that we license to other big prop firms to teach their own traders for $12,000. So we offer those courses, three courses for stocks, beginner, intermediate, advanced, 97, 497, 900. And then we have options for those who are looking to trade, you know, options. Uh, that course is, you know, 697. And then we have Forex, same thing. We have two courses, beginner, which is just teaching people what Forex is, how the market works. That's just a beginner course. And then we have our other course, which is, uh, I think 697, which is a full complete course teaching you the strategies of trading Forex. Apart from that, that's the education side of business. Then we have a service side of business at Live Traders where, as I said, we will offer newsletters. So newsletters are more geared towards people who are not getting in and out of trades. They are people who are looking to get into, let's say, a stock today, hold it for like a week. And in that newsletter, it's really simple. It's a video newsletter. I record a video every day, 30 minutes, send it out to the email list. And then I just tell them, hey, this is the stock that I'm going to be buying tomorrow at this price, and that's my target price. So that's the newsletter, and that's a membership product at $97 a month. 
and we have our live trading room where me and my two other partners, we are trading every day live. Like people can actually see our screens, be it winning money, be it losing money. And uh, that's another product, which is $150 a month. It's a sub- subscription. So those are the two side of the businesses. And the third one is the hedge fund where we are, as you said, you were trading with a prop firm. So we back other people with our capital uh, to trade our money and we give them as much as they want as long as they're proving themselves. And that side of business, we take 20% of whatever they make in exchange for giving them that capital to trade with. So how did you come up with this idea? I know you, you just started this uh, at the taping of this podcast a little over two years ago and you spent a lot of years you know, before that trading uh, on your own. So do you have a team? Do you have other investors? Is it just you? Because I know it seems like you got a lot going on. So I'd love to know kind of how you started it and then did you bring in other people to help you sort of build it? Right. So before Live Traders, I was actually working for another trading firm as a prop trader for them. Hmm. So they had like level one all the way to level 10. So level one, they said, hey, just make us 100 bucks a week, right? And uh, level two was like, hey, make us 200 bucks a week. And then level 10 was all the way like, make us $10,000 a week. And I joined one of their programs and I was able to go from level one to level seven where they gave me like $5 million to trade. And they put me, I jumped through levels really quickly. Within four months, I was at level seven. And then the owner of the company called me and he said, hey, you know, you're doing really good because most of our traders, like most of them who've ever joined the program are still at level two, level three, or level four. Our highest trader is at level five and it took him three years to get there. And you've done it in four months. So there's clearly something going on here. And how about you run the live trading room for us? So they had a room similar to what we do now. So I used to run their live trading room, you know, trade live day, call trades. And my goal was basically just to share what I'm trading so that people can jump on board and trade the same thing and the firm will make money. And uh, that's what I was doing for them. And that slowly turned into them asking me to teach courses, right? To teach courses for them, make programs for them. And then it transitioned into them hiring me as like a consultant as well, consulting them on businesses because... You know, I was in college at that time, and I, you know, I was really active in social media. So I was advising them on all these things, how they can market themselves better. But then eventually, what happened was I realized, hey, now I have the money, so now I don't need their money to trade. So why should I give away 30% of my profits, right, to a firm? And then that resulted in me contacting Jared, who was also working at the same firm. So we got in touch. We said, hey, why don't we do something together? And because uh, what happened with that firm was also downsizing and we could tell it's, you know, they're going to decide to sell and they sold themselves recently. So that was a good decision for us yeah. to get out before the selling happened because we wouldn't have got anything. And in that time frame, we were able to establish our business uh, to a really good extent. In Hacker Nation, I, I hope you really got what Animal just was sharing, how he went from working for someone else, trading for someone else, and then he basically just piggybacked took what he learned, right, was educated for a long time, make a nice salary, make a ni- made a nice living trading for someone else, and then said, you know what, I can do this by myself. Why am I giving away this percentage to this company? I've been there, done it, I've been trained, I've been kicked around, now let's go start this business. And Because a lot of people come to me and they say, Scott, what do I, I, I want to start a business, I, I don't really like what I'm doing, what, what kind of business do I start? And I always say, look in your backyard, right? Look at what you're good at. Look what you're already doing. Maybe you're working at a company right now that you can take what you've learned over the last two, three, five, twelve years 
and then apply it exactly like Animal did for his trading company. So it's it's not always a mystery as to, oh my God, I got to find that holy grail. A lot of times, creating a business is literally right underneath your nose. And if you think you can provide a better value and a better service compared to your old company, I say, what the hell? Give it a shot. Wouldn't you agree, Emil? 100%. I mean, I think that's what everybody should do is start with an immediate power base. Start with what you know. Start with what you're already good at and then use the learnings from your past experience to push you further because every single employee knows what they could do better right? or what they can do to make the firm better. So what you need to do is you need to go out on your own and then do what you need to do to make it better. And as long as you do that, that's the best and the easiest way to success. It doesn't have to be as difficult as people make it out to be. We don't have to all be Elon Musk and invent something really cool, right? We can just use what we know, do it a little bit better, do it a little bit faster, and then that's it. Yeah, exactly. I want to switch gears here for a second and talk about something that over the last year and a half, almost two years, has been one of the most listened to segments of the show, believe it or not, and it's kind of a, it can be, I guess, a morbid portion of the show, but yet it's also, I've gotten a lot of feedback that it's extremely enlightening, which is, we call it the fail forward stage. So can you get vulnerable with us for a minute? Sure. So I believe that all high performers and successful individuals look at failure maybe a little bit differently than most people. They actually use failure, what I call as feedback and course correction. So take us back to a time when you failed. Just one. You probably said you failed a bunch of times, but take us back to that one time that you failed. And you maybe even almost wanted to give up, but you actually used that one failure as fuel to your success fire. I guess trading initially uh, on its own was just you know a big failure, right? The whole first year made zero, like zero, and that in itself causes you know a lot of self doubt because at that time I was in university, I was graduating. And you speak to all your friends, they have $100,000 jobs, $80,000 jobs, and you're sitting there in your room losing money, right, <laughs> on a computer. Like, that, that's, that was failure to me at that point. But then what I did was, as long as you're learning something every day, for me, I was getting better every day. I could see it. I was losing a little bit less, right, started losing a lot, then losing a little bit less, then losing a little bit less, then started breaking even, then started making a little bit and started making more. So I could see the progression, and I think that's where most people lose the track, is they don't see their progression. All you ask, all you gotta ask yourself is, are you getting better every day? Did you learn something new? Did you make a mistake, or was it a good trade that just didn't work out? Was it a good business idea, it just didn't work out, or was it just a bad business idea? And for me, trading was a hard game, you know? I was feeling really bad, I was, there was times I used to feel really down on myself, because, Again, you're sitting in your computer, you're losing money. People see it as you're just a gambler on a computer, right? They see you as a degenerate. And your, fa- your family's like, you know, what are you doing? Why don't you get a real job? So those things do happen. But what you got to realize, you got to keep the big picture in mind and just realize that if you never give up, you never fail. So well said. I mean, at the end of the day, Hacker Nation, you might be in your fail forward stage right now in your business, in your in your job, whatever it is you're, you're doing. But I love what Amal just said. You have to have the big picture in mind, right? The end of the day is when, if you're, you know, there's something as stupid as digging a ditch, right? If you're going to dig a ditch for a hundred yards and the first 10 yards, you run into all kinds of gravel and things and you're like, how do I get from this point to a hundred yards? The bigger picture is you're laying this foundation for a huge commercial building or whatever it is that you're ultimately building. What is my point? 
My point is so many people, they start digging their ditch and after five feet or 10 feet, they say enough is enough. The shovel's not getting through the gravel. I can't get to the next side. I can't get past these 10 feet. And they have these blinders on and then they quit and they make up all these stories and excuses why they couldn't get the job done, why they couldn't start the business and have a successful business. The reality of it is over 100 interviews later here on Success Hackers, everybody has said the same thing. It's a common theme with all successful people. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. So you might be right in your moment right now. Keep digging. Keep at it. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. And to Animal's point, have the bigger vision in mind. I want to also switch gears real quick here for a second. We have a segment on the show also called The Success Hack. And as you know, our Hacker Nation actually listens to the show, Animal, for actual success hacks and strategies to help grow themselves and their business. You've already given us some really cool nuggets around the mindset of, of trading, but we now shine the success hack spotlight on you, Mr. Animal Singh. So what's one success hack that you can help our Hacker Nation community right now to help them grow their business? Maybe it's a strategy, maybe it's a mindset, maybe it's something you do every single day, but something that they can literally take and implement starting today. Right. So one thing you can change starting today, be it in yourself or in your company, is to set an agenda on how you're going to run the meetings. So when people run meetings in their company, they do a couple things. They say, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do this. We need to do that. And it's always we need, we need, we need. And I think what we need to do is change that to, you know, putting in some element of gratefulness or thankfulness to your company saying, hey, hey, guys, you did. We did this right. We did this right. And. Repeat everything you did right, right? That creates a really good environment. Imagine starting a meeting in your office. Everybody's sitting and you're like, we did that thing right. We did that thing right. That was really good. You did a great job there. And you start with that note. And that just builds so much positivity. And that will generate creativity. Because when people are empowered, when people are made to feel like, you know what? We did that great. We did that great. We're really good. We're a real great company. We're a great organization. And then that will generate some really creative ideas in your company. So start, you know, Starting the meetings in a positive way. Don't always be the boss or the owner of the company who's always being like, oh, we got to do this. We didn't do that. We need this. We need that. Because that will just create a negative environment. And people, what happens to their brains is they stop thinking. They're like, oh, we need, we need this. We need this. And they just run around that. And that blocks all the creativity out of your company. So if I heard you correctly, you're talking about a culture. Right, you're mm-hmm. talking about creating a culture of positivity from the top down. You being the top with your business owner partner, if I'm not mistaken, right? Exactly, and even just not even businesses for your own personal life too, right? You wake up every morning, you're like, all right, you know what? Yesterday I did that, that thing right. Yesterday I went working, you know, I worked out yesterday. That was really good. I ate extremely well yesterday. I meditated. Man, I'm doing great, you know? And you start your day off like that, and that'll just change the whole perspective. And it all starts with you, right? If you're the owner, or if you're the employee, or if you're just a freelancer, it all starts with you regardless. I love that. So as the owner of this business, as someone that's taken a concept that you learned from a previous from a previous employer and now created this this beast of a company that's growing leaps and bounds and impacting people and doing what you love to do and you know surrounding yourself with passionate people how do you as the leader cuz like you mentioned to create this culture these people are looking at you to provide positivity to provide enlightenment to provide guidance who guides you and how do you get coached up? Right. So I believe these days, if anybody says 
that oh I don't know how to do a certain thing they're just you know there's they're so far from success because yeah. everything's on the internet everything here is on the internet you don't even need physical mentors you don't need a person to talk to on the phone I mean that could be definitely beneficial but not everybody has access to somebody they can call or meet up for a coffee just to discuss business ideas so there's no lack of mentors and I don't think you need to have a physical mentor your mentor could be anybody online I've had thousands of mentors along my way you know I spend 10% of whatever I make every single month on my own education be it attending a networking event be it attending a conference be it buying an online course be it hey I don't know how to do Facebook ads I'm just gonna buy something about Facebook ads and learn that it's as simple as that all you need to know about life or you know social media or business every single inf- piece of information is now online everybody has access to it right you gotta be the one to take action and buy it and yes you're gonna buy stuff that is horrible right you're gonna buy stuff along the way that doesn't work doesn't matter right move on and there's still something to learn from it so I think that's the culture people need to develop in their whole life is to go about learning something and there's always something you don't know everybody in their mind has something that they want to learn they just don't know how to do it they wish they could do it well guess what go online type it on Google and learn that thing right focus on learning something every single day powerful absolutely powerful I agree with you 100% there is no excuse anymore to what Amal just shared there is no more excuses of I don't know how right back in the day when we only had a library you know, do the microfish for some of you older folks that are, you know, my age and older to remember that. Uh, those days are gone, right? So this thing called Google and YouTube, you can literally find out anything you want to do. You want to learn how to lose weight. You want to learn how to work out in 15 minutes and burn fat. You want to learn how to, like he said, Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or whatever. It's all in front of you. The only thing that's stopping you is the story you keep telling yourself why you can't have something. Nowadays, at the taping of this in 2016, almost 2017, we have access to just about anything we can possibly get our hands on. And people always come to me and say, Scott, you know, to, to, Animal, to your point is how do I get in touch with a millionaire? You say, you know, you want to surround yourself with people that are playing up, playing at a high level. And my answer is absolutely yes. But if you don't have anybody in your area physically, absolutely Look around, man. Type in some things. Go onto Google. Go onto YouTube and find out and have mentors that maybe you'll never meet in your life. But I guarantee you, just from starting this show almost two years ago, I used to look up to a lot of people. I used to go into bookstores at the back in the day and read certain individuals' marketing or sales or personal growth books. And you want to know something? Those individuals have now been guests on my Success Hackers podcast. Why do I bring it up? Do I bring it up to brag? No. I bring it up to say that I knew I had a vision one day that I would have a platform that I'd be speaking to a lot of people. Yes, I still speak on stage, but I'm reaching a lot more individuals right here on this podcast, and uh, I have a huge passion around it. So using the excuse of I don't know how to get in touch with someone isn't an excuse anymore. Would you agree, Anmol? 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. There's just no excuse these days for for anything. Well, we are now entering the randomness round, Animal. It's kind of like putting you on the Success Hackers version of the hot seat. Mm-hmm. So whatever Let's is the this. first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Animal Singh, are you ready for the randomness round? Yes, sir. Best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received is return on your investment is bigger than return on your ego. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? 
just being grateful. Gratefulness is so huge. And that's something that I recently implemented into my life. And I can feel myself just feeling better already. Like I go out in the morning, just go out for a walk. And I just say, hey, you know what? I'm grateful for the money that I make. I'm grateful for my success. I'm grateful for my business. I'm grateful for the love. I'm grateful for my friends. And, you know, that just puts you in a really good mood. Starts the day off really well. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 18 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 18-year-old self? Well, I would definitely give myself the advice that, you know, you need to go out more, party more. Because I was working hard even at that time. (laughs) So I would say go out more, party more, enjoy life, and also, you know, not be concerned about any failures or anything like that. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? The ability to sit in front of the computer for long periods of hours and not get bored and learn 10 new things. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I think motivation. Um, You know, my traders, when they're feeling down, when I talk, they seem to get motivated. So maybe that's a hidden talent I have somewhere inside me. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? Mindset by the by Carol Dweck. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? Use just social media apps on its own. I'm not a big believer in tools. So just learn to use social media apps, put out great content, and uh, make sure people are sharing it and talking about it. And while you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your story and these incredible success hacks with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Best way for people to reach out to me would be through social media. My handle is Delta90, all spelled out. And it's the same across all social media channels, Instagram, Snapchat, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook. So that's the best way for them to uh, get in touch with me. And if you're interested in the trading side of things, then you can head on to livetraders.com. And there's really great blog posts and ebooks that people can download that will give them an idea where the trading is even for them. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap and everything that Anmol just shared with us on that site. Also, when you're on the site, do not forget to click subscribe to this podcast so that you get the latest and greatest newest episodes. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.